Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. Aaron, hey, welcome to Membership Maker. Thanks, Ward. Excited to be here. Excited to have a nice chat with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so let's just kick things off. Uh, let folks know, you know, who are you and what is the membership business that we're going to be talking about today? My name is Aaron, Aaron DeJong. I am the founder, owner, operator, head trainer at a studio in Vancouver called Movement 108. It was an in-person studio for six and a half years. And then this year we flipped it over into an on-demand membership platform where we film our, our classes or our workouts and we post them for our members and, and that lives in our membership space. And, and give folks an idea roughly how large was the in-person studio like in terms of you know, customers or clients you had coming in on a, in a weekly basis or something like that? Yeah, I mean, it fluctuated. I started super small and then we, we went into a bigger space. Our space was 2,000 square feet. We had a second space and still have a second space where we we do our filming, which is another 1,500 square feet. So at our peak, we had 12 trainers. We had like 2,500 people through a month. That's 2,500 visits, probably about 800 unique people. Our class sizes were anywhere from three to 15 people. And we had seven classes a day throughout the week. And then we specialized in personal training as well. So it was a pretty robust community. It was a really fun space, you know, and then converting that over into something more digital focused. Um, it's quite a trip. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. You basically went through this process of converting a very in-person experience, right? Like a gym, one-on-one personal training, classes, in-person. You converted that to an online membership. Walk me through kind of how that went from just not, not just the practical, but also like emotionally. What, what has that been like for you? Yeah, I think like, I mean, it, it would be remiss not to say that there, what pushed us into this world was COVID, right? We, with our gym, we were the busiest we've ever been through 2019 and through the winter of 2020. And then when we came to March, again, like March 10th, we wrapped up a very typical week where we were full across our class schedule. And then March 13th, we closed our studio down just in sort of a preventative or like just a cautionary, let's just see what happens here. And the fortunate side of being cautious there was that we closed about a week before every other gym in Vancouver closed down because of, you know, local public suggestions or, or mandates to, to lock down. And that week gave us time to say like, well, what do we want to do? You know, because this isn't going anywhere. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere fast. And we have a huge client load that is looking to continue moving in what is a very dramatically shifted lifestyle for everybody right now. So one of my coworkers and I just started saying like, well, what do we want to do? They started doing these Instagram live workouts, which everybody in the world did. You probably saw a thousand and one. Um, that, that was really cool for a little bit. And we were like, well, that's really nice. but That doesn't actually serve our business. And so we started looking at what could we do. So what I did was I got, uh, I used my Dropbox account. I used our existing platform for class bookings. And we just offered people with existing credits or if they wanted to purchase brand new memberships to unlimited classes. We posted six classes a week and we just saved them in the Dropbox. It was super clunky. 
very inefficient, but people were willing to adapt at that time. So people were buying these and we, we made the memberships weekly because we we're like, we don't know, we might stop the, the membership next week. So we don't want to charge you for a month and then refund you. Right. And that just grew, you know, like it, we really rapidly grew. Everyone was willing to jump on that. We had like 120 people jump in that, which really mirrored our like core group of people that were coming to the gym. And then what was nice about it too, is that we saw a lot of people from that had been to the studio that who have moved to different cities, who are now living in Australia, who are living in like Michigan, coming in and being part of our membership platform, which was really exciting, but the membership platform sucked. Right. So it was just like, it was a terrible piece work, but people figured it out. And then, and then one thing led to another and that continued through to the summer. And I started thinking, you know, we got to change something that's more sustainable here. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Cause it's like, it's one of those like unintended positive consequences or like silver linings of, of COVID for some businesses, obviously not for all, but totally. for some, you kind of see like with, a, with an in-person gym, it's like, if I move out, out of Vancouver, I'm not going to go to movement 108 if it's totally. an in-person gym, right? They're just, that's just not what I would do. But now everyone that you and your staff and your network of people have come in contact with that no movement 108, it's like, oh, wait, there's an online thing. I like those guys. Or I like those girls. They were, they were great. Let's see what they got. And now suddenly you open up to more customers, uh, which is interesting. Like, <laughs> Well, totally. And I think like the, the thing for us that I, I, I recognize, and I think everyone's trying to solve right now is that we went from this like a very intentionally community led space. We had two main offerings. One was this class and personal training product. And we're very proud and I'm very proud of sort of the exercise methodology that we've created in our studio. We're different from other spaces. Like everyone says they've got their own thing, but we created a very unique, accessible, and, and it worked strength model that people loved, right? And it was very approachable. People were seeing results. It was good. And then we had this community aspect. So it was like between the community and this like very inclusive, welcoming environment, plus the actual um, exercise method, we had this really magical sauce and it was immediately clear that we were able to continue the magical sauce of exercise. And then over this last year, it's really been about how do you problem solve community accountability, people connecting with each other in a very much more digital or hybrid world. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that's been the, 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 the continued problem to solve um, in my mind. Yeah. And just real one quick question on the Dropbox method. So you had videos you were uploading to Dropbox each week, it sounds like, and everybody just went to the same Dropbox folder. Was that generally? Yeah, it was interesting because it was so unintentional, right? And Dropbox was not made to be a video hosting platform. So what I did is I created a, a private folder. And then in that folder, there was like, you'd see five videos and they were the videos for the week. And then at the end of the week, those videos would go into their subfolders. And people could go into their subfolders that they could go, they could go in and look at any workouts they wanted, but they had to look and read the whole line of text, the date, the workout, who the instructor was. There was no like preview video, nothing. So when we started using it and it started to grow a lot, we're like, well, people are figuring this out, but this is super inefficient. There was lots of complaints. And the funny thing was, I, I didn't know that there would be a limit to number of people sharing the same folder. But the, the week we launched our new site with MemberSpace was the same week Dropbox locked us out twice, where they said there's too many, there's too many people wow. coming into this link, the shared link. Um, there's something fishy about this. They've got their own you know, protective measures up on it. So I, I just chuckled. I was like, the, the, the timing was so sort of rich with irony in, in a weird way. 
Yeah. Cool, Aaron. So yeah, I think that's uh, really great stuff. Uh, why don't we wrap up here a little bit? And if you could just share uh, your website, anything else you want to kind of plug, any social media or anything like that? Yeah, sure. I mean, to check out the platform, obviously, uh, head to movement108.com. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. We try to make it as simple as possible. You can learn a lot about what the what's special about the workouts, um, the balanced offering that you get every week in terms of mobility, some strength, some body weight stuff, some kettlebell workouts. Social media is the same on Instagram, Movement 108. We do it every so often in Instagram live workouts. You can kind of get to know conversationally uh, the trainers, myself, and, and the other trainers I work with. And then I've got another project to check out the Mover app, M-O-V-R, in the App Store. That's, uh, again, a different offering, but something I'm super passionate about. So lots of ways you can find me and, uh, and move your bodies with me. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. That's, uh, that's great stuff. I hope everybody checks that out. Thanks very much for the time, Ward. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com. 